Welcome to episode six, long awaited. Welcome long awaited. everybody. We're so glad to have you back right now. It's been a while, we know. But uh, we have a lot to talk long. about. Way too long, way too long. Dude, we've been way, doing way too much. And we've been together for the last few weeks, which is probably why we haven't done the podcast because we've just been like hanging out and we, we're doing the podcast live. Well, technically this is episode 6.5 because we recorded an episode six the streets of new york city late at night on video and it was honestly like I, honestly it was lit as fuck i just it was i just don't remember what we talked about but like it was it was a vibe it was a vibe it was a vibe but you can look forward to that in our shorts we'll put out some shorts of that video it's just it's too enticing to post on here <laughs> yeah yeah it's a, it's it's a bit yeah, we have to we have to definitely go and edit it, probably censor a bit. I don't know, but I don't know what what was said or what was what was heard in those conversations. Provocative. It was provocative, as the people <laughs> as the people say, bro. Yeah, that was insane. But wow. Okay, so we're here, right? And let's jump right in. I think we we want to want to. It's been a few weeks, and we want to get right to get right to the meat of the podcast, but. We are going to talk about a few different things today, right? We've had the opportunity to, as I mentioned, spend a lot of time together over the last few weeks, which has been incredible, right? But between the two best cities in the world, Miami, Florida, and New York City. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do a recap of what, what we did over the last three weeks or pretty much month now. And then we're going to run into a big topic, which is New York versus Miami, and what what we think what we think of that topic and i feel like everyone has opinions but we're gonna we're gonna jump into it there mm -hmm. but i think one thing on why we made this podcast it's because we were so far apart and we wanted to find a different way to to connect with each other right and Absolutely. so we created this and so that's why we we didn't really feel the need because we spent more time together in the last three weeks than we did over years consecutively at a time. Like this was the most since high school, probably that we've seen each other. Yeah, straight up, right? Because the only time we didn't see each other was pretty much during the week. But whenever I was like, I mean, we'll get into this, but when I was in New York, we pretty much saw each other every day. Yeah. And it was just like a consecutive period of time that we'd spent together, right? Regardless of where we were at any given time there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, was, that's awesome. Was that's awesome, mm -hmm. yeah. But let's jump into it. Yes. So the first thing was, of course, Hari's amazing birthday. That was also with Muddy, of course, if you remember our guest star from last time. And these two decided to fly down to Miami and they just wanted to throw the most epic party that you've ever seen. They rented out this entire Airbnb, massive house that was up near some state parks and kind of close to the beach. And so it was accessible to everything was perfect and of course accessible to going to South Beach or Wynwood or anything you want. And this Airbnb, when I walked in, I couldn't believe that I was there. The only other thing I think that compares to this would be what we got for Viraj's bachelor party. Like that was a massive Airbnb, but this was just a party, right? That's a bachelor yeah. party. So this was legendary as far as birthday parties are. Yeah, it was insane. I like Kudos to Muddy, I think, for finding that house. And it was it was aptly named the Glam House. It was kind of wild, right? <laughs> it was it was called the Glam House. It was a beautiful 
Airbnb it was a four bedroom Airbnb with a massive living space and massive bedrooms, but, and a even bigger, just like outrageously awesome backyard. So there was like a pool, yeah. there was a canopy area. There was like in like a turf field for like pong, or they also had like a basketball court, a mini golf. Mm-hmm. They had like a terrace area with like barbecue. They had a fire pit, which actually never yeah. worked. But they had a fire pit and it was insane, honestly. Like that was just absurd. But the best part, right, of this weekend, right? And it was a massive party and we'll get we'll get into a little bit about what we did. But the best part is fortunately, and it was very thankful and grateful to have about 25 friends fly out specifically to Miami to celebrate. And many of them were visiting Miami for the first time. So they had an awesome chance to see the city and the beautiful city that it is. But yeah, they came out and it was an insane time, honestly. Like, I just, I've been saying this over the past few weeks. Like, I just want to go back to that weekend and I want to do that weekend over again. Right. And I wouldn't necessarily right. change anything. I would just do that weekend over again and it would be amazing. It was perfect. That. It yeah. was perfect. That, I mean, I wish I could have joined you guys for more of the weekend. I was only really there for like, what? two days almost almost yeah almost yeah i think you so you came in you flew in so we all flew in friday well i flew in the day before so everyone mostly everyone came in friday and then everyone flew out monday right and then you came in friday night but you joined us on saturday and pretty much stayed yeah. until like your flight on sunday morning right which is kind of why yeah and you came from cleveland and you were going to new york but you stopped you made a stop in miami so again Grateful for you to making the trip out, of course, to Miami. There wasn't any side benefit. Any other way. There's no yeah, exactly. other way. Exactly. Yeah. That's I needed it, honestly. I had been out of Miami and away from everybody for two months at that point. So I just really needed to come back and connect with everyone. And you being there just made the ante that much higher. That Absolutely. we were going to have the best time ever. So, yes. I mean, honestly, I have so much love for this city. And I know it's an overwhelming city to visit, yeah, but it, it just takes you in and it accepts everybody in a way that I, I can't describe, honestly. Yeah. And it, and it was crazy. It's like that, that's, that's special about the city, right? Like I think every, most of everybody who visited, actually more than half of every, all the friends who visited, it was many of their first times, right? Like mm-hmm. that was their first time in Miami and they come in and many of them are, many of them have been in seattle or they grew up in seattle that's how like i knew them and you knew a few of them right and some of them were also from denver because half of them were like muddy's friends right and so they were coming from different climates and so coming to miami i mean it's like one it's like the tropics right and it's like it was the end of september start of october and it was still the tropics like it was fall everywhere else but it's still like nice warm beautiful but also it was like the tropical storm or hurricane ian was it called right yeah, it was yeah, yeah, like ian. The following week so we were starting to kind of experience that and even then it would like rain like crazy for like 10 minutes but then it would just be like beautiful and sunny out right and so like pretty much i mean since we had the house with the pool we just like as soon as we checked into the house on Friday and got everything in i jumped into the pool immediately mm-hmm. everyone who arrived was immediately jumped turned got into their swim trunks and jumped in as well and then on saturday we just threw like a massive darty right mm-hmm. and it was just like everyone just coming in and just like 
just being in the pool, being around out. And as soon as you arrived, I think it was like two or 3 PM. You like yeah. instant, like you arrived and I was like, get in the pool. You were like instantly changed into your trunks and you jump and you cannonballed in. Right. And like, exactly. <laughs> I feel like only in Miami, could you have like an environment like that? And it just be like, the weather is great. The, the environment's conducive to it. And even going out at night, right. It just like makes it so easy. Right. Like, and I think like exactly. warm weather and just the city of Miami just like enables all, all of that and all that, like just let loose and have a great time. Just so it's so much easier there. It feels like. Yeah. And you remember when I came in, it actually started raining, but did anyone yeah. get out of the pool? No, because it's warm, right? That's really the differentiator because it's so warm. You don't mind when it's wet. You're yeah. just there. You're like, if I got out of the pool, I'd be sweating and wet anyway. I might as well be in here, right? Yeah. And it just fosters that mindset of let's just have the most fun that we can have. Right. But right. it reminded me of one of our memories from high school where we would get out into the rain in the courtyard where we'd have lunch. You remember this? Yes. We run out into the rain when we were in like ninth grade and we'd enjoy the cold Seattle rain. So right. maybe we're the aberration, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, and well, I'm back in Seattle now and it literally hasn't rained, which is kind of crazy. And so I definitely experienced way more rain in like Miami than I have in Seattle this season. Right. So that's, 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 that's something to think about, but yeah. So thinking about that Miami trip, right. So it was, it was, it was Muddy's birthday on that Sunday. So we celebrated Muddy's birthday. It was my birthday a week before. So we kind of did a combined trip, which was awesome. And so essentially what we did, right? So we came in, everyone came in Friday. We got to the house. Everyone pretty much landed and was at the house by like 10 PM. And then mm -hmm. we, we just, everyone got to know each other, which was awesome. It was great to have like, honestly, just a variety of friends and friend groups kind of meeting and mingling and they're all good people. And it was all a great time. And then that night we went out to Story, right? Story Miami in South Beach to go see Steve Aoki. That was that was an interesting time. I I, I feel like Steve yeah. Steve is great. Steve is great, but I think it's like his music was definitely like very mid 2010, if not like late mm -hmm. 2010s. And I feel like he hasn't put out any new bangers, but he's always a great time. I mean, he's a great performer. Yeah. So it was like lit, but it wasn't like it wasn't like the other performers that I've seen before. That's true. But it's because he's, I think, focusing more on DJing now and just doing live stuff. And right. so he always brings something fresh, or at least that's the experience I had with Steve Aoki. Yeah. It wasn't a story. I think it was at Live, but still. Yeah. He always brings a good time and he remixes a couple new songs, but most of it is just him doing his art, you know? And that's sure. what people come out to see is that even though his style may be stuck in the 2010s or whatever, yeah, it's still him coming up with new stuff in that style. Right. And so I appreciate why people enjoy him so much. Yeah, no, I mean, he's great. And I mean, I saw him for the first time in Montreal with a few friends from college. And that was a more of like a warehouse, like true concert vibes versus like at a, like pretty much a nightclub, right? And he, I, it, maybe it wasn't the first time, but he like, that was the first time I heard his remix of Firefly from Owl City, right? And that was brilliant. And he played that again and that was like nostalgia. So that was like cool, cool experience because Steve Aoki at that point was probably my second concert I had ever gone to. Um, wow. Like in general. So it's like very much core memory of mine. And it was, it was honestly insane. 
not gonna lie but yeah that was great so that was friday then we were in south beach so we do what we do in south beach when we're out late which is end up at the beach on the sand watching the dark ocean the atlantic ocean which is always a beautiful time right and then we made it back to the ships in the background with their little lights and everything as they go by it's just mystical yeah exactly exactly there's nothing nothing can beat that right and so we made it back to the house everyone crashed as i mentioned saturday so the next day saturday darty all day that was super fun so it was like all of us you guys came in right you sadhana and sa came in which is super fun and then we pretty much pre-gamed and then we and then it was saturday night going into sunday right so it was muddy's birthday so we celebrated muddy's birthday at midnight which is awesome and then we ended up in win right and we ended up at shots miami right which is i've been to only a few times but i know that you go you've gone so many times from what i've heard right many many times this was like a staple of our college experience and and in med school as well we end up going a lot of times but shots is always good you know it's a good place to start the night to figure out what you want to do but just you want to be somewhere close to the action right yeah and so that's the right vibe for shots well, but that's the thing. We just, we sent it there and we pretty much all just stayed there and we were just having such a great time. And at some point we all just ended up making it home, right? To the Airbnb. I think, yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about because it's like, yeah, I was just like super, super like sentimental at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I was just like hugging everyone and giving everyone like <laughs> hugging and being like, thanks for coming. And like, kissing them on the cheek or forehead or something. I don't know. Yeah. Bro, I was just like, I don't know. Everyone was just like, yeah, you were just so sentimental. And I was like, yeah, probably. I feel like that's, that's what happens when I get, when I get lit like that. But yeah, it was honestly crazy. I'm not going to lie, but it was a great time. And then we made it back to the house and we were chilling at the house. And then Sunday rolls around Sunday. It's more of a chill day. We do end up in the pool again on Sunday as you should on a Sunday mm-hmm. but then we went to we went to the boat which was right. awesome and we rented out a sick boat but you had left at that point right you had left Sunday I had morning. left at that point but a boat like I understand when you get a boat in Miami it's just it's another world that you enter it's just like you don't care what happened outside the boat yeah exactly there, you're in your little world and you're on the ocean everywhere around you did you guys go out into the open ocean or did you stay on the river no, we stayed up. Yeah. So we dock. It was like the dock was in North Miami Beach, like mm-hmm. where we got onto the boat, right? The port or whatever it's called. And it was like a pontoon. So it was like one of those flat boats mm-hmm. where it's like right. more of like you can stand around, there's seating on the sides. So that was super cool. And then we went down the Miami River, we went to a sandbar, and then we docked. It was too big, so it couldn't go next to the sandbar, but we were close to the sandbar. And then we got jet skis. And yes, jet skis yeah. were wild. Like that was an incredible experience. Like I love speed. I love adrenaline. I love just like hitting the jet speed. All right. It like mm-hmm. just speed, but that was scary. Like, honestly, I was scared. Like there were points where it's like, I was just like holding on. And it was one of Muddy's friends, Kira, who's riding with me. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, we fell into the water. Like, oh yeah. Times. Yeah. It was you hit a wave or something. No, no, we were just like, I was, I was driving it and we just go so fast. And at some point we'd stop, try to make a turn. And then we just lean too much into oh. the, turn. And you can like feel yourself falling off the, 
jet ski in slow motion. It's like, mm-hmm. you like see it and you're like, okay, at some point we're just going to jump and dive. Because jet ski doesn't topple over. It kind of stays upright. Exactly. exactly. But that was, that was sick. And then we made it back to the boat and we were at the sandbar and it was just an incredible experience, of course. And then after the boat, we came back, everyone settled in. And then we went to my, our, my favorite restaurant, the Cuban restaurant in Miami, Old, Old Havana. Cuban, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Cuban yeah and we got seated it was 12 of us we got seated in the outside courtyard which is absolutely brilliant like only in miami can all of the restaurant pretty much just be an outside courtyard and it'd be totally fine because it really doesn't rain and it's just always beautiful weather right and we were just sitting there chilling having great like meals and cubanos right the cuban sandwiches and it was just awesome and then we sent it to 11 afterwards for a few hours late at night and then we made it back to the house chilled oh and the best part was sunday night we since we had a fire pit right we had bought s'mores like marshmallows and crackers and chocolate but we couldn't get the fire pit to work like the light like the gas propane tank we just couldn't right. figure it out we think it was out we don't know it just wasn't lighting so we're like we really want s'mores and so what we decided to do <laughs> was experiment how to best make s'mores without just microwaving it. And so what we did was we lit, like put my, we put a bunch of marshmallows in the stove and it like literally the marshmallows like blew up, like nothing happened, but it just like blew up and it was just like, it was crazy. And that was hard to clean. And then we eventually just turned on, turned on the stove and then put the marshmallows over like the stove and just like use the heat to... Yeah, that's it. the way to do it honestly i was thinking yeah. either that or the grill would have been a great option yeah but the propane tanks weren't working so we just couldn't oh right yeah, yeah. Right. So the propane right. tanks were working so we're figuring it out but yeah so that was a blast and then monday everyone pretty much we just kind of everyone just took it easy everyone left on monday which was awesome and then we i stayed in miami for the next mm-hmm. three to four days and then ended up going to new york but before we get to new york you went to New York, right? Sunday. And for what? Right? You were you had you have some work. Yeah. 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 So I was just starting a an externship in New York at MSK. And so I just had to go in and immediately start. And you know, New York is an overwhelming city. I just fly in and yeah, I've been here before as a tourist, but now I'm like, oh my God, I have to be practical here. Right. And the only place I could find was up in East Harlem. Right. So I'm up in East Harlem, just like, what is this place? This is New York. I come to my <laughs> apartment. I'm like, is this what they call a brownstone? Is that what this is? <laughs> and it's, it is, right? And I'm like, wow, I have to take all these steps, get up into my room. I'm so excited to see my room. I walk in and it's just this old, like 1960s looking brownstone. And I walk into the room and it's barely the size of a bed, a desk and a closet. And I'm like, oh my God, there's nothing here. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Compared to your room in Miami, this is literally one third the size. Exactly. Or your old old room that I haven't seen your new apartment, but. Yeah, the new room's a little bit smaller, but still this is at max half the size of my normal room. Like, I just was not used to it, right? And I guess it's because I always lived in newer cities, like Seattle, Miami, when people built things where you prioritize space, right? Absolutely. And so New York is always that old style, like that classic look. And the room is comfortable. I don't mind it, right? And 
the area i was a little bit apprehensive at first but i got used to it within a couple days and like actually the people here were so nice i think that was my favorite part as soon as i arrived i was like i need some food but i always am a person that gets food at the airport before i go to my destination because i'm like i'm never sure if the food's gonna be good or what's gonna happen but i was like this is new york i have to trust the city the trust city the will process. provide for me and so i go home <laughs> And I'm like, all right, please, please let there be something. And there's like 10 corner stores, bodegas right around me. I go around the corner. I find this Indo-Pak restaurant and I get this incredible goat curry with chanda masala and just yeah. rice. I'm like, oh my God, welcome to New York. Welcome to New York City, baby. Every single day if you want. That's insane. That's insane. That was your first meal in New York. Yeah, that was my first meal. It was a magical meal. The That's second most magical meal was with this man. When we went, the first time we met up that weekend, the first thing we did was, of course, go get food again, right? And he's like, yo, I'm really feeling halal. I'm like, hey, I think I got some halal food. You know, like I went to this Indopak restaurant. I got a little shish kebab from there. And this man's like, no, we have to go to a halal cart. So I was like, okay, okay. What's yeah. the big deal, right? We go to this halal cart. It's the most tender, delicious meat I've ever eaten in my entire life. It was insane. Served up by this kind old man. He's just like so happy to see two brown kids walk up to his cart in the middle of New York. Yeah. <laughs> he's just this amazing food. Oh my God. Yeah, it was awesome. I, and I went back to that guy. If you, well, we went back once more. And I went yeah. back to the guy every time I needed halal food. And he was just like super sweet super good guy it was awesome but i think that's the best part of new york you're right the city always provides it's not easy but it always provides right exactly exactly there's always a way to do what you need to do there's nothing saying it's impossible like yeah you might need to spend a little money or put in a little legwork but wherever you need to go whatever you need to do it is possible yeah yeah in new york city that's true that's true but so yeah so i was in Miami for a few more days and then I flew out to New York and was in New York and was there for the weekend. And of course, Karthik was there, which is incredible, of course, to see him again in the next following weekend. And it was, yeah, so it was Karthik, it was me, it was Muddy, and then Sabna also flew out, right? Which was awesome. Mm -hmm. We had a blast. I mean, honestly, like that was, that was an awesome weekend. We Saturday, we like went to Bar Bar for brunch, which is always a great time. This time it wasn't as lit as like the Bollywood, like the Bollywood music and the brunch wasn't as lit as I've been before for summer. But I feel like that's, I didn't realize. And that that's the nature of just, I feel like fall and not having like the summer interns and people being around sure. over the summer. But then we ended up going to my friend's birthday party, Perina's at the Lote, Lotte, Lotte Hotel. Right. And she yeah. went, she and her friend rented out a lot. like <laughs> a nice suite and they just threw a party like a darty all day long. And I think we nice got suite. There, like, this was a penthouse. This yeah, was a penthouse. Right. Right. Yeah. Straight up. I was like, I couldn't believe this is a hotel room. This <laughs> thing was an, was about as big as an entire floor of this apartment. This just the living room was about yeah. as big as the entire floor of this whole place, like three, four apartments here. Yeah. And then a beautiful view. It was right in Midtown and a beautiful view down the down one of the Avs, just seeing mm-hmm. all the way down Manhattan. Right. And it's just incredible when you're especially in Midtown, right near Times Square. Right. And it's just like 
here in one of the tall buildings, you just see all of Manhattan. And, and if the sky's clear, you see the skyline too, which is beautiful, right? Is, um, oh my God. But it was a beautiful time. Perina was in a beautiful dress, right? She had a blast. I mean, she deserved it. She turned 25. Yes. So again, happy birthday to her too. And then we did that. We celebrated. And then, I mean, we went out to a few places Sunday night, right? We went to mm-hmm. one of my favorite speakeasies. That's now like more of like a live, like, club bar vibe type thing right yeah it was cool though it was cool like every place that we went to was very interesting and unique and oh dude the first night that we were there we went out to like 80s themed disco bar i was like this is really cool it was a speakeasy yeah yeah and there was like this glow in the dark paint all across the walls they would like serve your drink Right. with these records right yeah <laughs> like yeah. Go next to it with little lines of sugar i was like this is an insane experience yeah it was insane right like i mean that that place is fun but that is the thing that is the magic of new york there are so many places that are like speakeasy very like unassuming that are just like brilliant and have such a like personality to them inside mm-hmm. it's just incredible and i think that's what makes it special is because you can do all that right in such a not a compact space, but in the limited space, but people make it count, right? And I think exactly. that's, that's awesome. People are living their dreams in New York yeah. and you see each dream in each place that you go. I think that's what's beautiful about it. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think I think to that point, right? Like then it's like, so I left Sunday, right? And then you we got brunch and we were exploring the city more and like more like Lower East Side and stuff. But mm. again, it's just like, you can do a little bit of everything. We had an awesome time going out exploring and then we also just took it easy and just kind of had a chill day right and i also exactly and i also Walking that around. evening went to uh my now favorite one of my favorite spots now in the city which is the yes. room street ganesha temple right right in the lower east side which is an incredible place because it's a small like not small it's like it's good size for new york but it's like a smaller area space in right on right in lower east side it's kind of on the second or third floor um and it's a beautiful ganesha temple that like it's on the corner it's beautiful right and they did the navaratri puja they were doing all all days navaratri and i hadn't gone because i was traveling so much to any of the days so i was able to go sunday night right before my flight and it was just an incredible experience because it's just like it's a temple right in the middle of manhattan beautiful environment the sculptures and the idols all look amazing and it's well-maintained, super modern. And the people there and the priest and the people who ran it, right, all just really nice, incredible people, right, like went in and I, they were just super welcoming. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. it's just awesome. And it's like, I like, I, I mean, I grew up going to temples here in Redmond and Seattle, like in different parts of the country and of course in India as well. But I think like I've always felt like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a temple. It's very like it's it's like not like my culture per se or my community but yeah. this really felt more modern I feel like hey it's so welcoming to being open-minded and just being like hey you are here you're living your life but if you want to come back and have a little bit of a taste of your your home like what you grew up with then you can come right. here and just relax for a bit there's no pressure there there's no like when they have a ceremony sure i'm sure it's a nice ceremony i went when they didn't have it but like Otherwise, it's just a place to drop by. It's really a community center. And I think that's what a lot of what we had in Seattle is we had our community outside of the temple already. 
right. right? So it's when you come to this new cities that when you really appreciate what these spaces can be to people, right? True, true. And it's like, it's like truly a, a third space. Mm-hmm. It's a third, it's your like third space. Like your first space is your home, right? Exactly. Second space is your work and your third space is some something that means a lot to you that gives you a sense of belonging that isn't either your home or personal space with your family or your friends or it's not your workspace either or where you're like professional life where you live your mm-hmm. professional life right yeah. yeah it's incredible it was awesome but yeah so I went right then and then I left for the week and I came back to Seattle mm-hmm. but then I ended up coming back again the following <laughs> the following week right for the week to come and celebrate two more friends birthdays which is insane oh, dude October is just birthday month again and again Dude, I feel like September was birthday month too. It's insane. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe everyone was, wants to have their baby right before the school year so they can be the old baby. <laughs> old babies, right. Exactly. Or right after the school year starts, right? So they're older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Dude, it's insane. I mean, hey, like it came back and it was my friend Sigda's birthday and then it was Gopal's birthday who we did, we did what, like a darty during the day at the Magic Hour rooftop or at the Moxie Hotel. Oh, yeah right on saturday and that was that was a send and of course and then we ended up going to a diwali night in the middle of manhattan in mm-hmm. midtown right that was just arranged by i don't know who it was i think it was i, I think some of the people knew who it was but yeah it was just an awesome right. it was just an all comers welcome party oh my god and i had never been to a place like this like they had all what? these super interesting light decorations that were like falling down from the ceiling and it wasn't it was permanent too it basically felt like a like an art venue that also happened to be a club or something like that it was so unique yeah it was insane and so it was like fully diwali night and fully volume night so we had all dressed up in indian clothes so i was all the boys were pretty much in jippas and we were all like, all the girls were in, I mean, the Indian dress, I forget. Like, I know Saris, Sar- I don't know. Saris, all of them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And they were all dressed up and it was just like a blast. Right. And we all went. And then, mm-hmm. we, I mean, we just were dancing the Indian music all night long. There was Indian desserts, like gulab jamun and food and stuff, which mm-hmm. I actually didn't end up having because there wasn't plates or spoons. And there was like a tray of gulab jamun. And I was just like, do I just like put my hand in and like pick it up and just like <laughs> pop it? You know, I just like didn't want to like didn't know what to do and I didn't want to get my finger sticky. So yeah, that was, that was slurp time. it from the thing and just slurp, slurp it from the thing. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Yeah, but it was that was awesome. And then the next day was the true like that was even more deep like just Diwali slash Indian yeah. was we did a brunch and it was a surprise brunch for Gokul who's like. I mean, I don't know if I'm pointing the background. The guy with the... You can see him right here. Oh, yeah. You can see him right there. He's the guy in the denim jacket with the black shirt on. And we did a surprise brunch for him at Kima Hudson Yards. And it was a... We did... What we did was was lungi. It was lungi brunch, right? And it was supposed to be like South Indian, like vibes. Everyone was wearing lungis. Everyone was supposed to be wearing lungis. But like we accidentally ordered or somebody accidentally ordered basties instead of lungis but still it stayed in this it stayed in this proper part of the subcontinent so it still stayed in south india so i'm not but it looked better ready. almost no yeah it looked like better. it actually worked because everyone was matching white instead right. of matching like a crisscross or whatever Chris Scott, like plaid right? colors right exactly. i brought my own lungi from home 
right? Which mm. you can see wearing in, I'm wearing in Karthik's background there. But everybody else, like, I mean, I'll get out of the way, was wearing like a vesti and stuff, which was incredible, yes. which is an beautiful. awesome time as always. And and then we were just like memeing and we were like, we were dancing to Why This Color AD out in the streets <laughs> of Manhattan, right? And we were teaching- and this is a that. nice brunch place too. Like we're just in there- completely just embarging in with all of our Diwali celebrations. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was insane, insane. And then even the non-Indians were part of like Kyle, who's Gokul's roommate, was like all into it. So we had to teach him how to dance. And we pulled up the lungis and the vases and we were doing, teaching him the dance. It was, it was incredible. And then we after party just with South Indian music all day long. That was incredible, yeah. That was insane. And then, and then, and then you and stuck then I, around for a few days. Yeah, I stuck around for a few days. We hung out pretty much every, most of those days. Yeah, and then, most days we ended up hanging out, met right. some really cool people here in New York. Like, absolutely. Everybody's cool, bro. New York only has cool people. Exactly. That's the thing. Know. Everyone here, even though people say that New York is, is not nice, but it's kind, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right? Like, that's what we were talking about for a while. But, the thing is, everyone here is willing to go out of their way to make someone else feel welcome, that they're all looking for connections. And that is not something I've seen anywhere else, like the absolute generosity of the people who you meet. And if you're polite and good nature, they're giving you back the the same energy that you're putting out there, you know? Absolutely. And I, I, and I think that is like, that's what makes New York special, right? Like everyone is doing so much. Mm -hmm. And they are doing like crazy things, both in their personal lives and their professional lives, crazy good things. I mean, right. Like everyone's like has a job, of course has like job or working on something. Right. And then they're also in their personal lives. I mean, just living their best lives. Right. If that means from a fitness perspective, from a health perspective, they're either doing like nonprofit work or they're doing volunteer work or they're changing either the world or society or however you want to think about it in some way, shape or form in both their professional and personal lives. And I feel like only in a city like New York or very few cities like New York, can you pull that off because the city provides you the opportunities and the experiences and also the flexibility to do what you want to do, anything you want to do, or if you only want to do a few things, you can also do that too. But if you want to do a lot, you can do that in a city like New York. Exactly. People are there to achieve, right? That's what people have when they come to New York. They're like, I'm going to provide for myself, for my family, or I'm going to achieve this thing for, for changing the world or changing myself. And it's a culture of just flexibility where people are allowed to survive in whatever way that they feel like, and they can live their priorities. And the whole city just is okay with that, right? Like I ran into a person who's just running this collective where they just take in donations of clothes and you go there, you can pay $10 for up to 15 of the clothes there. And they're like, Hey, we're just a clothing exchange. You can swap your clothes. You can do all that. I'm like, I can't believe that this is a job that someone's able to provide for their life with living in this city. And it's just like a random shop on some block. It's nothing big. They have no like real advertising. I'm just like, Hey, let me check this out. It sounds so cool, right? So everyone yeah. has their little project. And because of the diversity of the city, each project finds its niche and the people go there. 
Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I think I think that's that's the interesting part, right? Is like when you think about when you're doing something, right? Have you seen that video where it's like you see that like there's like one like people dancing on the side of a hill, right? Have you seen this like leadership video? No. Mm-hmm. So the idea of the video is like there's everyone's on like a side of a hill looking overlooking like a amphitheater style like concert happening and there's mm-hmm. one guy who's dancing like some crazy dance moves and he's just dancing all by himself right mm-hmm. and then there is and then nobody like pays attention or nobody like follows him and he's just doing it and he's just vibing he's like the leader just does whatever he wants and then one more person comes in and just like some random person comes in and is like oh this guy's cool starts following him right and then yeah. one more person joins right and it takes and so the time it took to get that second person was let's say x amount of time this the next person joined in like x divided by two right like half the time right and so as soon as the third person joined and then slowly but surely four people four fourth person joined the fifth person joined and then everyone joined in on this right and just like created this like tribe right but it started with that one person but real really it was that one person leading the way but it was him either expiring or those two, three, fourth person, right? Coming in right after and joining in on the fun, right? And then yeah. like embracing that. And then everyone kind of joined in, right? And got into that. And so the thing that I think about New York, right? Is one, it's the density of the people and it's the, but it's not just the density because there are cities that are dense and more dense than New York, right? Out there in the world. But it's not just the density, it's the willingness for people to try new things, to meet new people and to explore new like opportunities that allows them to, hey, somebody's doing something interesting or just unique or off the beaten path, right? Mm-hmm. Let me go check it out. And like, it's not like they always are down, but they go check it out. And if it's cool and if they're interested, then they join, right? And I don't think that's true of many other cities, right? And I think like in New York, you get that like special mindset and it's either like, it's the question is, does the city embody it or do people, and when people move there, they start to embody it or do people who embody it move there, right? I I can't tell and I'm not sure, but there's something there. There's something in the air. There's something in the water that makes it special. There is, there is. I think it's that New York is able to capitalize on what people, people say is uniquely American, right? Is that willingness to be social in just complete, uniquely ways right so you're able to go out and you're able to go see all these intriguing people and you're able to say that they're going to be as willing to talk to you as you are to them and so that makes people more willing to take a chance on all of these these opportunities like you're saying and whenever one of those opportunities works out then because the people are so close together connections are easy to form it's not like i'm saying hey hari why don't you drive like, you know, an hour and a half down, like I live on the other side of Miami and you live on Fort, Fort Lauderdale, right? To just right. come here and check this thing out. You'd be like, yeah, maybe I do it for you because you're my friend, but like, I'd have to find a convenient time, this and that. Right. But in New York, it's just like, hey, this is happening tonight. Are you doing it or not? And people will be like, yeah, I guess I am doing it. Yeah, I guess so, right? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But I feel like in a city like New York, you can do a lot in one night. It's kind of crazy because it's just the nature of the city. I mean, when I was there, I was working, right? Most, most of the, all the days that I was there, right? Like all the weekdays. And so I'd work, finish work, right? And I, I, I had one coworker in the city. So I'd meet with her for a few times for work, 
right? If we're having meetings together or whatever, but meet with her, get back to the apartment, change, get change into fitness clothes, right? Go to the gym. That was a few blocks away. Work out for like an hour, hour and a half, come back, change. Then I went to the temple once for like a few minutes and then went to happy hour. And then I came back, went to dinner and then I went out afterwards, right? And this was all in the span of like, that like from being done with work to going out in the span of like four hours, but being able to pull all that off in a four hours, only possible in New York. That's right? true. It's true. I've always wanted to do something like that. And this is the first time I've been able to do it. Like, and it feels like you live two separate days. I lived a whole day at work and I, like, I'm loving it. I'm seeing my patients. I'm interacting with all these genius people. That's the thing too. New York attracts genius because it gives you this opportunity so i get to interact with some of the smartest people i've ever met in my life and then i go home and i shower i'm like oh i'm a little tired but then as soon as you step outside that house the air hits you and you see the people around you and you just look to your left and there's three guys partying on the street corner just like having the time of their life you look to your right there's a few like kids and parents going to a late school event on the other side of the block and you're like you know what this city is still alive. No matter who you are, it's always alive and ready for you to go do something. Right. And that makes it special. Mm. Right? That, that makes it special. And, and the city's massive, right? Like I mostly spent most of my time in Manhattan and I think you have too. And like to the mm. north of Ness and in Harlem, I've been like, I've been to Harlem a few times and I stayed with you right one night right. as well, right. which is awesome. But I think it's like, the energy also transcends just Manhattan and just New York City, New York City. It goes to like Brooklyn. It goes beyond that, right, as well to Long Island, maybe less so to Long Island, but it still it still expands beyond like Manhattan here. But again, I think there's something special and I'm, I'm just still trying to figure it out. But I think the thing here is now I am like, yeah, I, I mean, I've told you this, but happy to announce on the podcast. So hopefully this means that I'm manifesting it and this is an mm. accountability. So by the time I, we record the next episode, which hopefully is much, much sooner in the next like few weeks, yeah. Right, yeah. I will have made my move to New York at some point in time. Right. So mm. let's hope, let's hope. Absolutely. I'm putting it out and in, this means it out in New York. In, you know, I'm going to be in New York. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And so, so tell, so tell us a little bit about like your, internship right in new york now so you, you're pretty much two weeks in you have what a week and a half uh, two weeks week done left. three weeks three done weeks so done. only one week left and okay. then i'm going to san antonio for another conference there for nice. another few days and then i'm finally back in miami finally after back in four miami. cities three like three and a half months i guess and all this flights all this traveling but at, at the same time just seeing friends at every corner or making new friends at every city. It's been such a rewarding experience. And I think the last time I truly had a, a groundbreaking travel experience like this was back all the way when I was interviewing for BSMD programs in high school. Yeah, and I went yeah. to at least like a dozen different cities across the country. And I got to spend just a few days there, but that's what really opened my eyes that, wow, people live so differently. It wasn't even traveling as a kid to India, like, yeah, you think that's my culture. But then yeah. you go across America and you're like, I know what America's like. And you see, you don't know. You don't know what this country's like until you've seen all these localities, all these people 
living their lives in different ways. And then you start to understand only through travel the the ways that I think this country functions economically or politically, right. where people get their sense of character from. And it's it's something that I still haven't fully processed and figured out, but it's something that I know I can only learn about by going to different places. Yeah, it's true. And I and we've talked about this in a few episodes before, right? Like how nomading or just traveling around like really opens up your mind and opens up everything. Mm-hmm everything that you think of the world and everything that other you think of other people and that other how the way that other people move right and experience the world around you right like that all changes when you travel because you're exposing yourself to new environments right I think you've been in probably the most drastically different (laughs) environments in the past three and a half months and you will continue (laughs) to be in another drastically different environment right so you went from Miami to then Tennessee, like Nashville, and then yeah. you went to Cleveland, Ohio, and then you came to the city of cities, New York City, then you exactly. go to San Antonio for a few days, and then you're back to Miami. Like that is that is that stepping stone of cities is just like very like different cities. Very so different. Varied. I think one of my biggest surprises was definitely Nashville. I did not expect yeah all the energy that I felt there. It's a different, it's a different vibe than both Miami and New York. I honestly think it's a mix because it has a lot of the artsiness of Miami and it has a lot of the busyness of New York, but also it's laid back because you're in the middle of Tennessee, right? You have all the Southern hospitality and all that stuff. It's its its own unique place. And I think that's going to be one of the biggest cities coming up. It already is growing very fast, but I think it's going to attract a lot more people in the next five, 10 years. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, I think a lot of people are starting to move to Nashville or back to Nashville. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. from Nashville, people are moving to Nashville. And I think Tennessee is starting to become this, like, now it's like starting to become like the next, like Atlanta, it feels like, like Atlanta, yes. right? Yeah very much felt like oh yeah i mean atlanta is a great city and there's like a lot of entertainment and culture especially american culture that is originates from atlanta but now it's becoming like a massive tech hub and it's becoming a massive like place where professionals end up going and similarly i've been hearing way more about nashville so i mean you can take that for what it's worth right i mean i'm in tech right so i definitely like no no kind of what the tech environment's like and what happens when tech goes into like cities like that sure you know it depends right it depends on kind of what you value and what you want but it is it is happening and that city is becoming more modern right and the city is becoming more it is more part of the american i would say I don't know, for lack of a better term ethos right than it was before mm-hmm. not to say it wasn't but at least the america that i knew and the america that you knew growing up it's becoming part of that ethos more and more. Exactly. I feel the same as when we were growing up in Seattle and it had, maybe it was towards the tail end, but it had its nascent growth during that time, I think, right? right? Like Seattle had been settled for a long time. And that's, I think, the biggest difference between cities like Nashville and cities like in the Rust Belt, like Cleveland or Detroit or something like right. that, right. is that those cities had to die to be reborn because they had so much established culture and industry and all of this kind of hit a really hard place and so they died and yes now they're on the up and up 
Yeah, I agree. They're growing. They're coming back. They're finding new ways to, to revive. But Nashville was like Seattle, where both these cities kind of stagnated and they just lost what made them special or they got bored of what made them special. And now they found another life within them. And so I see Nashville as what Seattle was like maybe 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially when we were in like elementary, middle school, probably into yeah. early high school, and then see what Seattle is today. It's just mm-hmm. incredibly different, right? Exactly. And I think that a transformation has been, yeah, has been very powerful. So I'm excited to see. I mean, I haven't been properly to Nashville. I think I've been before mm-hmm. as a kid. I've been to Tennessee before, just in general, but not to Nashville. So now it's time. Got to, got to hit, got to hit Nashville. Got to nice. And yeah, I mean, I was trying to visit when you were, you were there, but I just couldn't swing mm-hmm. it. But next time, next time, got to go to Nashville. Got to do it for JT, you know? Yeah. <laughs> JT and the boys. Yeah. But hey, I know we're, I know we wanted to keep this episode for everyone a little bit shorter here. Yes. So I think we're, we're hitting up on time. I mean, the main topic that we wanted to start with was why Miami, what's the difference between Miami and New York, especially from you who lived in New York, uh, or sorry, lived in Miami, spent now spent some time in New York. And for me, I actually previously lived in New York, want to move back and also spent some time in Miami, but we didn't get that topic. So maybe that has to be the topic for a future episode, but we did talk about why New York is a great city. So maybe because we never brought up the topic of Miami, that means that just naturally Miami, Miami is a worse city than New York, right? Is that, is that what it means? Because I don't know. I can't agree with that completely. I think it's it's one thing that you said stood out to me is that we can grow in New York, but you can settle or grow older in Miami and you can still have the same culture around you. But there's no place like New York to to live out your dreams and aspire and become who you want to be. But when you've achieved at least most of what you want in life, then you can go to Miami and and enjoy all the people around you. If you're a young person in Miami, it's not it's not going to limit you. But New York is going to give you opportunities that you cannot get anywhere else. Exactly. And, and that that's facts and that is exactly what makes New York special there. Yeah. Especially where we're at in our lives and the types of things that both of us want to do and the types of things that we're already doing. I think it's like New York definitely hopefully accelerates that growth at an mm. exponential level there very very fast exactly yeah. but all right guys awesome. yes thank you for tuning back in and le- as we said we are committing to coming back more often so don't worry the episodes from now on out you'll get a few every couple of weeks you'll see yeah. us back. <laughs> yeah exactly we've just been again it's just been a crazy few weeks for both of us with Karthik having his intern- ex- externships internships mm-hmm. whatever you're calling them and just been traveling and work on my side but yeah excited of course to stay stay on top of things and stay not not down for this podcast and of course just in life in general and so thank you again everyone you know where to reach us of course and as always stay not not down and we'll see you on the next episode cheers y'all we'll see you guys thank you you thanks